Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Oh boy, I hope you're having fun in Alabama because we're not having fun here in New Jersey. Having a blast, like the face of the sun. You know, uh, Wednesday, uh, I'm on a flight to Florida with my dad, my 81-year-old or 82-year-old dad, to come down to Florida, taking him down for the first time. And when I land and turn my phone on, the uh, New Jersey State Police issued their interim training guidelines. Oh, how many days um, late? To, to fur- oh, well, 20 or so. But to further <laughs> screw us um, for carry in New Jersey, they made it even more confusing, more ambiguous. Um, and uh, my team, trying to get the information out right away, jumped the gun a little bit and uh, wanted to be overly cautious. And then we found out that there's still unanswered questions. Evan Knappen is debating the training date that we have to uh, retrain or not. He thinks maybe the state police have a typo. Uh, if you go to the state police gui- uh, website and try to download the new PTC guidelines, it's being revised and the link is broken right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, but, but meanwhile, the attacks and the infighting started immediately. Okay, mm. uh, I, I'm being accused on Reddit. I, I planned all of this so my range could make more money. Well, that's true. So, yeah, I, plan, <laughs> I, plan, I, plan, I planned all this. You set uh, it all up. I mean, how many millions did yeah. it cost you in payola? I want to start with uh, a, a little statement that uh, Mahmoud Ramadan made. Now, for, for those of you who know Mo's story in Patterson, you know, he fought for his Second Amendment rights and he ended up getting red flagged and mm-hmm. having his guns taken away by Patterson. And he had to hire Frank Pisano and he had to claw back to get everything. And so Mo made the statement, and he got attacked by people, too, because we have no unity on our side, right? Yeah, all everybody does typical. is jump and attack, right? Yep, yep. But he wrote, all jokes aside, let's stop bitching. We got this far. It is what it is. It could be worse. We could be back to square one with no carry. That is what they want. They want people to feel discouraged, arguing, bitching, and overwhelmed. Are we really going to cave in? This isn't about me. But I sure as hell didn't go through the ringer, get a terp, a temporary restraining order, tainting my record, never had a blemish or criminal charge besides a parking ticket and a speeding ticket, having my terminally ill daughter used against me after just losing my mother-in-law. That's episode 604 of Gun For Hire Radio. $5,000 in lawyer fees, applications, NICs, permit to purchase fees to F and quit now. I'm one of those people. I know where I stand. You either keep advocating and fighting and proving the establishment wrong or shut the hell up and get out of the way. I'm new to the uh, advocating, but I'm trying. Be patient. Be positive. And we gun people will show them why we are the best people. Mo. Mo, bravo. Bravo. You know, John Petrolino posted, it could be worse. And he got attacked and they called him a bootlicker, right? New York is 16 hours classroom and eight hours range time. The state police could have dropped that on us, okay? 
They, they could have dropped that on us. People don't realize where we are at this point. And listen, everybody out there is so impatient. You have until October to requalify if you, in fact, have to requalify. That is not 100% set in stone yet. It's very, very ambiguous. Legal is still working on it. Rangers are calling the state police and they're getting verbal approval. Yeah, your your uh, your new qual is your old qual is substantially equivalent. You should be okay. But if the person who qualified feels they're not, then they should do the new requal. This is the answers we're getting, yeah. okay? I guess they're having state police lawyers answer the phone now, right? Yeah. It's like asking Dan Schmutter a question and trying to get a yes or no. It ain't happening. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay? And look, chances are in ranges like yours where your your quals are the basically the same as retired police officers and, and you thirty do, years. Yeah, and police officer qualifications. You do police officer qualifications, retired police officer qualifications. So you're following the same thing. Chances are the people who qualified at your range are gonna be okay. It's the it's the other ones that are in question and you're never gonna get the right answer from the state. It's like the IRS. If you have a problem with your taxes, call the IRS and ask them for advice. Call seven times, you get seven different uh, bits of advice. And which one is correct and which one isn't? And many of them are always going to be conflicting because nobody knows how to read the law. It's intentional. You want to know something? So we've been using the same course of fire for 32 years. We cleared it with the state police for the initial training, right? So now they changed to the interim training, which I'm going to go over a little bit in detail. I, I believe we're good. We should know on Monday. I will tell you, all, all Gun for Hire alumni will be taken care of. Everybody who's come through Gun for Hire, members and non-members that qualify with us, we will be good. We posted some stuff prematurely with you know prices or whatever. Right now, that's all on hold. But I will tell you this. That if you read online, like people are attacking us, how dare they want to charge people money? How dare they not charging them? We're in a different situation than an instructor that uses a blank field or goes to somebody's range covertly and qualifies somebody. I have 140 people. I have a business and millions of dollars invested at stake with liability. These people, they don't understand risk management. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joe Schmo, who's an instructor who takes three people out to a field and qualifies them and signs off on their paperwork. When you sue that guy, if something happens or the state sues the guy, they're going to get his 1972 Pinto. <laughs> they're going to get his bowling trophy collection from his apartment and nothing else. Me, I, risk, I, have, I have to worry about 140 employees. Well, plus the, the professional liability insurance uh, premiums that you have to pay. You know, the, the Joe Blow doesn't have to worry about that. You know, he's got he's his diner is the the local diner is his office. So yeah, you know the same people that are talking crap about us ranges now. All the ranges are getting attacked. Me mostly though. But they're the same people that were telling ranges six months ago that we were grifters because we were even charging if you did if we let you do the HCQ and the mandatory use of force, right? They said, you should just have to shoot 50 rounds and leave. The, the ranges that are doing the HQC and the mandatory use of force, they're money grabbers. Now those are the good ranges. <laughs> and the people like me that use the course of fire that was good for 30 years, we're now the evil people. And, you know, the biggest issue now, Sandy, the new course of fire is is holster draw the the state police and the ptc they holster draw from an outside the waistband holster 
Our people now have to draw from an inside the waistband holster. Do you know the liability involved in that oh, now? Oh, Christ, yeah. We have time fire. People are going to be drawing and reholstering wow. from a holster. The first thing that's going to happen now is all of us ranges, we're going to be reassessed by our insurance companies. Yeah. What is your course of action? Right. What are you going to be doing to, to mitigate having any accidents with this? Otherwise, we're going to drop your insurance. I don't want to, I don't want to be a little braggadocious here, but our insurance, our, our whole umbrella liability package exceeded $300,000 last year. Yeah. That's $6,000 a week. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I want to get over that. But these people, they have no skin in the game that we should be doing everything for free. We will be taking care of our people, but I do not want to issue any directives out there prematurely. Okay. Basically, the state police, they say that, you know, technically the law changes for those who got their permits after 1222. But the law they wrote says 1221. Knappen says he thinks it's a typo. And it requires you to take an updated test where you have to kneel and use your strong hand and weak hand, etc. But they also said that the state police cannot and will not be enforcing this rule for any current permit holder and will honor anybody who has their permits even if they received it recently. Okay, he said that the current permits and process will be able to be processed normally. Going forward, we will uh, not be able to process your carry application unless you have the new requirements. Of course, now half the police departments are telling people, come pick up your application. You have to redo it where the state police is saying, if you submit your application, it's OK to be processed. Yeah. The other half of the police departments are accepting those applications and processing them. What a shit show. Yeah. What a shit show this is. Typical okay? Jersey shuffle. Listen, counsel, they told us that the law states a year prior. It might be a typo on the law because it differs from the published document by the state police. But to cover all bases and play it safe, counsel told us to stick with 1221 right now. We're hoping to have clarification Monday. I don't want to issue any misinformation. We're holding off at this point until we get more clarifications. This is unbelievable what they did to us again, okay? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. But we will take care of all of our people, believe me, all right? But this shit show, Sandy, is all by design. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And people... Gun people out there, you should not be blaming instructors. You should not be blaming ranges. You should not be blaming Anthony. Blame me if you want. I don't care. I got big shoulders. But we should be blaming the state, and we should bl be blaming all of our inactivity over the past 30 years. Absolutely. Fighting for yep. carry. Absolutely. Okay? Listen to what Mo said. That's right. All of us 2A people. Do you realize everybody on the left is laughing their asses off now? Of Joe Danielson and everybody, because they're seeing this on the forums, and they're seeing the infighting and attacks, and they see... Listen, I had people attacking me personally on Reddit, right? But, of course, they're anonymous, yeah, yeah. Okay. My mom makes meatloaf every night at reddit.com or whatever. They're attacking me personally. Uh, call other ranges and, and see why they're doing it that way. Maybe you can learn from them, Anthony. Yeah, I love maybe, that shit, right? Maybe you could. Yeah. I love that shit. Why now, do you realize, Jagoff, that posted that, you realize that the anti gunners have accounts on Reddit and they're watching this. Yeah. 
And you're showing your ignorance, you're showing your weakness when you do this, okay? I didn't respond to any of those people. Years ago, I used to respond. I will only respond to someone now that uses their real name because when they attack me or my staff, when they use their real name, I always invite them to come to the range so we can have a sit down and talk over coffee face to face because I know they won't address me or talk to me that way face to face because they will be spitting chicklets, <laughs> okay? And that's that's how that works. People, that this is classic Cloward and Piven. This is separate infighting. It's exactly what it's designed to do. They know this is an illegal directive. They know it's an illegal law. They know it's completely unconstitutional according to the Bruin decision. And they don't give a flying crap. They're no. doing it on purpose. Just so it's the giant middle finger to you. I used to read, I used to read the comments, right, and go, ugh, you know, like I'd get angry. Now I read the comments and go, what a pathetic group we yep. are. Yep. I always I always say gun people are the best people and the worst people. Yeah, okay? and it's very true. You know, the state police is leaving this up to the individual. If the individual feels the training they had was comparable to the new qualification, then they are okay, okay? This is what's going on now, all right? Uh, we're we're going to be changing everything, and uh, again, we are still going to be requiring for new qual people to take our holster draw class because uh, we've had students come to us and say they've taken holster draw classes from three or four other training places, and ours is by far the most in depth and the most intense. And it covers the most, you know, we're not just a one, two, three, wham, bam. Thank you, man. Yeah. You know, Vlad and Wayne and Tony and my entire crew, you know, we've had, we get people that fail the holster draw class all the time. But now that the time fire, you know, the state police is having us go through use of force now, uh, kneeling, uh, time fire, weapon retention, shooting, kneeling, shooting with your support hand as well, as well as shooting four rounds in three seconds. Okay. For those that are asking why you need to take a gun for hire holster draw class for this qualification, think about this. This is the same qual as the police academy where they practice holster draw for a full week, Sandy, yeah. before they qualify. Right. Safety is critical and nobody should be taking this qualification without days and multiple hours of holster draw practice, as well as taking a proper holster draw class. You can also sign up for IDPA and USPSCA, mm -hmm. and they, yep. they go through that too. But you can also practice at home, either with a red man gun or your gun. Again, 67,000 times, you no should bullets. make sure your gun is empty. There's no bullets in the room, no loaded magazines, okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, you should be practicing this. And let's face it, the majority of us humans, and I lost a lot of weight, but I got I got some extra poundage around my waist here. You know, we're all not built like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, let's say. And it's not easy to holster and reholster from concealment. You know, you people out there that are going to be drawing from appendix carry. Mm. And you know what makes me think this, Sandy? Sometimes they're putting the onus on us. Now they're doing this holster draw from inside you know, the waistband, concealed holster draw. A part of me thinks these evil bastards want accidents to happen yeah. at ranges and training facilities. Yeah, and I, it's you know that, that, right? Yeah, that's absolutely uh, not hyperbole. I, I really do think that in the back of their sick, twisted freaking minds, that's exactly, and, and the possibility seriously exists, you know, uh, 
I, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah. So everybody out there who's freaking out, you have until October 1st if it's decided that your standards aren't good enough, okay? So uh, I believe ours are, but don't quote me on that until we issue a directive, probably Monday, once council and the state police and the AG's office has everything. They're a little slow to answer me down in West Trenton. I think they don't like me down there. I kind of feel it's good because half the gun people don't like me and all the anti-gun people don't like me. I'm in such a great position. I, 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 I really right. am. I'm, yeah. I'm in such a great position. Yeah. I just I just love that. And we wonder why we always lose. And I, I question all the time. And, and you know, it's funny. Sometimes my wife, who is not a gun person, and we're together four years. And by the way, Monday is our uh, our two-year wedding anniversary. Right. Happy, anniversary. Happy anniversary, Tracy Tracy. Uh, it's interesting that uh, she'll say to me sometimes, she's like, why can't why don't you just run your business and keep your head down and and not get involved because all i read is the gun people attacking you and and behind the scenes the anti-gun people you know the alphabet agencies and everybody are attacking you and i'm like i i can't do it it's in my nature you remember i was an advocate first yeah then i became i was a gun person then an advocate then i became an instructor then i started a cottage business and that all grew but the advocacy would start at first and it's just in my blood i i, I want to fight for our rights and remember i'm one of the few people in new jersey that can't get a carry permit right Okay, I can't get a carry permit. <laughs> you get nothing to gain there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, my business obviously gains from it. I would yeah. be remiss if I didn't say that, right? I mean, look at well, look at look at what we built. I have 140 employees. I have the best team in the world, Sandy. But you're, it's not you're you're not standing there charging a toll. You're providing a service and a needed service. You didn't create the law. You're not like uh, Governor Corzine who created an identification company and then made the law to go make it work. This was, uh, you got to see the post. This was all by design. It's another money grab by the Rangers. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> this, again, this is why, uh, this is why we never win. It's just, it's the same on national politics too. Uh, conservatives are fucking idiots and uh, gun owners are imbeciles. It's just that way. And, you know, it's sad because many, many who are on Reddit right now, you folks, you morons, are the stereotype that the left and the anti-gunners um, absolutely love to hate. Oh, These God. are the same idiots who won't get on a bus unless there's Starbucks with free frappuccinos and you wipe their ass as they come out of the restroom. Uh, they're the same people who never show up. It's the same 3% like Mo who showed up in sideways 33 degree fucking rain with a 50 mile an hour sideways wind and stood there for four and a half hours while we were locked out of the state house in Trenton and kept coming back because of principle, not because of pleasure. Am I 100% right? So uh, the one the good thing is uh, Evan Knappen, uh he just dropped some updates for all of us, so I'm going to announce it now. But the other thing is uh, his wife is under the weather, so uh, some thoughts and prayers for Bev Knappen, by the way. Uh, we need Evan in the game, and uh, obviously Bev is his anchor and his rock. 
but here's something to ponder right now. So the new course of fire is obviously set up to hamstring us and add more roadblocks, right? But the, the state argument was that we, the people, were not allowed in sensitive places because we don't have the same training as police officers. So now that we have the same training and qualification as police officers, are we exempt from exempt from sensitive places now? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Think yeah. about it. Yeah. Can you walk into a courthouse now? So, and with New Jersey, you know, are we exempt now? Can we go into a courthouse because I have better training? This would be a good argument for a lawsuit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, right. <laughs> uh, and, there, and there may be some stuff bubbling around that I can't comment on that if all you impatient bastards would just sit tight. J-Factor, thank you so much for being the voice of reason on the Firearm Syndicate page. There's a lot of other great people on the Firearm Syndicate page, too. And he's like, long game, ladies and gentlemen. Long game. Stop it. Stop it yeah. with the attacks and, right. and jumping all over each other, okay? Stop it. So I'm going to read off now. Uh, again, but this has all been a setup by the AG's office and the state police. Uh, it wasn't a setup by the rangers and the instructors who had a money grab, by the way. Just, just so you guys know that. Uh, so this was just released. Uh, update July 20th. New Jersey gun law. Uh, carry permit page 44 update from Evan Knappen. What constitutes safe handling and storage of firearms? By July 1st, blah, blah, blah. The requirements must be followed. You know, online course, in-person instruction, in-target administrated by a certified instructor at a firing range. What are the training requirements? The training requirements, safe handling, and now use of force must be done in the same day. Okay? So you have to qualify and do use of force of the same day. So we're going to start offering both of it in the in the same day uh, at New Jersey. And, what a ridiculous uh, requirement! Yeah, uh, they're just idiots. Uh, how is a carry permit required to carry their handgun? Uh, we have to obviously carry it concealed or on their person. And open carry is not uh, allowable. Obviously, sensitive places is uh, something that needs to be addressed as well. You have to be careful what the sensitive places are. Okay, and one permit now is 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 sufficient for all the handguns owned by the permit holder. On the new state police form, there's not even a spot on where you can uh, uh, qualify with what gun. They're not asking what gun you qualified now, Sandy. They're just asking you if you qualified. So so that's better in a sense, right? Uh, yeah, it's better for us. It ends a lot of confusion. So somebody can come in and qualify with their uh, not Glock 19 and they can carry anything, okay? I got a real quick question. Um, what about people who are carrying like off the body? You know, do, how do you how do you handle holster draw there? Suppose uh, I don't know for whatever weird reason you'd want to carry in a fanny pack. Can you, or you have a holster in a fanny pack, and that's how you're going to carry all the time? Do you well, qualify that way? Oh, uh, it's debatable. Yeah, it's again more 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 uh, more gray area here. Yeah. Uh, we'll address that uh, person by person. Oh, real quick. If anybody has a handicap or disability and can't kneel, can't support hand or anything, just like PTC guidelines, please, anybody out there that has any type of disability or special needs, we can accommodate. 
All right, all ranges are supposed to accommodate because you have to be able to shoot to the best of your ability. If you can't kneel because you're in a wheelchair, we can accommodate. So here's the big thing from Knappen. <clears throat> you ready? This is what everybody's waiting to hear. A person who obtained a carry permit and whose permit does not expire before December 22nd, 23, typically those whose permit was issued after December 22nd, 2021, shall comply with the new training requirements no later than October 1st, 2023. You ready now? However, this does not apply to a person who obtained a New Jersey carry a permit after July 1st, 2023. Except upon the renewal of such a permit, the person will have to meet the new training requirements if it was previously not done. New applicants, of course, have to uh, meet the new training requirements. For most people whose permit was issued before 12-21-21, their period is two years, which means it will expire before 12-22-23, meaning they do not have to comply with the October 1st, 2023, but will have to comply for the renewal. New Jersey permit to carry a handgun applications that were submitted before 12-22-22 were all judge-issued unless remanded back to the chief or superintendent for issuance. And on rare occasions, a judge may have forced someone's permit to expire sooner or renew sooner, typically where someone is infirmed or older. Further note that there has been rampant misinformation on this subject alleging that permits granted before December 21st, 2022 are universally exempt. This is inaccurate. You're more confused? Good. Join the club. But that's it is what it is, and it's on purpose. So we have basically we have like five different permits. Yep. Out there. Yep. Okay. We have like five different permits. How do we, how do you all like that? Mm-hmm. Huh? How do you all like that? Again, I love on this purpose. Shit. All on purpose. All on purpose. So. Or uh, well, let's say part on purpose, part incompetence, and we're not sure which is which. Yeah, it's it's all by design, Sandy. They, they they really want to knock it to us. But thank you, Nappin. While taping the show, his update came out, and I got to share it with everybody. So Monday, Gun for Hire will be issuing a uh, pretty much a flow chart and a go no go gauge and what everything else and how you can carry and how you can't carry and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think of that, baby? Now, what accommodations are made in the law for someone who is physically, not in a wheelchair, but physically unable to kneel and stand? I'm thinking about some of the big boys. And well, if you don't, well, I'm going to tell you something. Weight really doesn't matter. I mean, I've seen people use the the deck to get back up from a kneeling position. You can bring knee pads too with you. Uh, you can bring a piece of foam to put on the floor to throw down. They won't discriminate against that. But in my 32 years, I've qualified retired cops in wheelchairs. I've qualified retired cops who've had strokes and who couldn't do the most. And I called the state police back in the day when they actually picked up the phone. Yeah. That was uh, Detective Sergeant Joe Genova, by the way. Yeah, he picked up on the first. Yeah, he'd pick up. Well, he yelled at me a few times. Yes, he did. Dan Schmutter <laughs> yelled at me this week, too. Uh, <laughs> but he'd pick, he'd pick up the phone. And uh, I said, Joe, I got a guy, I, you know, and I went through the course of fire, and he couldn't do this, and he couldn't do that. He goes, Anthony, did he, did, did he shoot safely? Did he handle gun safely? Yeah, did he shoot off all 50 rounds? Yes. Did he get scoring 80% or higher? Yes, then he's good. Okay. Okay. So, again, there's some gray area there. 
but again, this is uh, all by design. So now I want to, you know, we're going to look at this angle. Dan and Evan and Scott, let's look at this angle now for the uh, sensitive places since we're training uh, at the and qualifying at the yeah. same level as a on-duty police officer now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we're actually doing it from a tougher situation because we're drawing from a concealment holster, yep. not from a drop leg holster or an outside mounted holster that's uh, much easier to access, whether it's level three or not. It's still a lot easier to access than under clothing. Absolutely. Yeah, they really are setting us up to fail, aren't they, Sandy? Absolutely. You couldn't get and, any worse. <clears throat> listen, all of you out there, even though you know I'm a big money grab guy and I want all your money and stuff, this entire course of fire you can practice at home with a red man gun or your gun facing a mirror with a shot timer or a timer. And you should be, again, no ammo in the room, no ammo in the gun, no ammo in the magazines. Check three times that the firearm is, in fact, empty. No ammo in your room. And uh, point at a wall, obviously, that a bullet will not go through, like a sheetrock wall or something, or get something, or go in a basement with a concrete wall or, or something. But you need to practice this. And you can practice uh, drawing and firing and presenting and reholstering the gun and workstation and everything. You should be practicing this and burning it into your brain. It needs to become, you know, your fine motor functions and your coarse motor functions. It needs to become in your memory and embedded. It's not going to be easy. You're going to see it's going to be very hard to do this over and over again. But you're basically still shooting from an FBIQ target. <clears throat> and you're shooting 50 rounds. The first one starts 25-yard line. This is the easiest one. You have 30 seconds, okay? Um, and you're going to shoot stage one and then 25 seconds, stage two, and uh, three, uh, 10 rounds. But you're going to be shooting strong side kneeling from 25 yards, Sandy. We don't. We are, what kind of castle doctrine do we have outside of New Jersey that we're going to be shooting somebody 25 <laughs> yards kneeling? 75 feet. Away. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, this is this is all this is all a setup. Yeah. This is all a setup. The fifteen yard is easy. That's point shoulder shooting. Okay. The fifteen yard from the ready position, each drill, three seconds, two rounds, it's very, very easy. And then it gets really bad. It gets bad with uh you know, you've got mandatory reloads, which is easy, but they're gonna have you shooting basically one yard line weapon retention, okay? And the, what they want you to do is when you draw from your strong hand, you're basically turning the gun and just shooting from a weapon retention point. Imagine the gun is at your right hand side. This is when most cops shoot the ceiling. And they want your support hand across your chest and grasping the collar of your shirt. Do you know why they want you to do that, Sandy? So you don't shoot your hand. So you don't shoot your hand because it's happened yep. a lot of times, okay? This is the course of fire they put out because they want us, definitely, they want a lot of people to drop out. It's another way to get less people to carry. Yep. Okay? They want people to look at this course of fire. And listen, I'm a constitutionalist. I believe that people should train, 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 but it should not be mandatory. Very not valid point. Not a Second Amendment yep. right. Yep. It should not be mandatory. Period. Full stop. I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
if they passed the law tomorrow, if we won in court and we had no training requirement, I would be great. I would just be advocating for practice. We would be doing clinics. I would have, I would have Vlad and everybody set up practice clinics for everybody out there so you can keep practicing your skills. But we should not have mandatory training. And this is all a setup to uh, definitely have accidents and dissuade people and turn people away. So it's it's kind of it's kind of really scary. So and it's a two pronged thing, and and I, I don't think we can harp on this enough. This is something you should be doing all the time anyway. If you're going to carry a firearm, you really do need to know how to use it without thinking about it, because when the situation, if the situation ever occurs. You're not going to be able to think about it. It has to be large muscle reaction. That's simple. You're going to lose all fine motor skills. Yep. You're going to lose your ability to even speak or hear or see correctly. And Pe you're going to be able to do one or the other. You're not going to be able to do all at once. And you need to, the only way you're going to be able to survive that episode is to be able to train and train and train and train it comes with responsibility but anthony's absolutely right there should be no reason that this is uh, a requirement to exercise a god-given right but your responsibility should take over your responsibility for yourself your family and whoever's standing in front of that freaking bullet as it travels through wherever that's an important thing to remember. You can't call the bullet back. I believe that this requirement that dropped is ripe for filing a motion or whatever Absolutely. they call it with Judge Bum. Absolutely. Immediately. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know if I'm out of line making that guess or not. I don't know if it goes to Judge Bum or it goes to the Third Circuit at this point. But I, I haven't talked to our legal eagles about that right now because they've been busy interpreting the training requirements so that ANJRPC could issue a brief. You know, Knapp and Schmutter and Bach have been going nonstop since Tuesday on this while everybody else online is pointing the fingers at everybody. Yeah. Rather than saying, okay, we have until October 1st. It's July 19th. Let's all cool our heels and wait and sort it out and see where it's going to go from here. We're in the best Second Amendment hands, I believe, out of any state. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <clears throat> so let's just take it from there. But I believe it's, it's ripe for a lawsuit. I could be wrong. I don't, you know, I'm, again, I'm not a legal scholar. Are we ready for some housekeeping, Yeah, bish? let's take a breath. <clears throat> yeah, I can't take a breath. But anyway, let's talk. Now more than ever, if you live in New York... N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. Peter Tillum. His brochures are all over the range and the windowsills outside range three and four. Uh, you can pick them up. If you use gun for hire, one word, you get a, a promotional code. You get 10% off your monthly membership. If you live in 49 other states, New Jersey. Uh, listen, guys, U.S. Law Shield starts at like $15 a month. Go to uslawshield.com. Use gun for hire, one word, in your code word, or there's brochures all over the range. Please, get this. You're going to need it. New Jersey is gunning for us, literally. They're gunning for us, okay? Even though he was attacked, I still love my homie, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. <laughs> it's available on Amazon, Kindle, or at the gun for hire gun store slash 
Pro Shop. Uh, StandStrong.biz. Please support those who support you. Over 400 business products and services. If you want to be on StandStrong.biz, please go on the StandStrong.biz website and register your business. Uh, we will publish it after it's re re registered. That's to prevent, you know, trolls and uh, spammers and stuff like that. And you'll be on there. And all of you listening, you should bookmark this on the home page of your mobile device and before you go anywhere open it up and you can search by distance and you can put in pizzeria hot dogs tattoo uh lawyer doctor and they will all come up and you will be sorted by distance closest distance to furthest distance i think it's phenomenal don't forget concierge medicine my doctor dr joseph sampatero optimal health wellness nj concierge medicine for a few hundred dollars a month no more sitting in doctor's offices no more waiting for appointments he's one text or call away for all of your answers let me tell you something the network is phenomenal uh let's shout out uh people working with the the future of us gun owners lake island rifle and pistol club lakeis.org lakeis.org and carteret is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. Our friend Sharon and her husband Chris Decker, Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue, Scotch Plains, zenfloatcenter.com. Uh, listen, I haven't plugged them really that much before, but on Facebook is New Jersey Firearm Syndicate. If you're on Facebook, New Jersey Firearm Syndicate is probably one of the best unbiased places to go for current information. Stay away from the Reddit people unless you, you know, I mean, there's some good people on there. Brad Hendricks is one of the mods, but damn, the, the, the vitriol and the anger and the attacks and, and everything. It's it's a shame what the gun people do to each other. And the left looks at that man and they relish that shit. You people should be ashamed of yourself. But New Jersey Firearm Syndicate on Facebook, if you want to, you know, go on Facebook and check out that group. It's really good. That Mark Cheeseman started that group. And if I have to tell you who Mark Cheeseman is, you shouldn't even <laughs> own a gun or carry a gun in the state of New Jersey, to be quite honest with you. So good lesson for you out there. Uh, the Friends of the NRA Dinner is rapidly approaching October 5th at Biagio's in Paramus. My man Steve Churchill is the uh, uh, spokesperson. Uh, I'll, I'll be the... Um, the keynote speaker that night, Gun for Hire, will be the FFL sponsor, and we're going to be donating a ton of stuff, okay? So go to friendsofnra.org, click events, find it, and book. Also, donate to Knife Rights, kniferights.org, the Ultimate Steel 2023 event. You can start in there for $20, $20, get in there, okay? Also, go to gunfire.com, click New Jersey CCW permits for the latest news. My team has been jumping on that um, uh, day and night when changes come. They're on there right now putting Nappin's update. You know that, right? They're, they're putting the Nappin's update right now as we speak. Uh, I also want to give Trevor and Justin a shout out for all the work they're doing for this upcoming civics classes that we're going to be holding at Gun for Hire, where we're going to be teaching people how to go present. I think this is a phenomenal move in our direction. Again, even somebody like me who's only in it for the money, I'm coordinating this and volunteering and feeding everybody and setting it all up. You know, so Rashonda and everybody, Gary Mastrangelo, everybody who's involved, I want to thank you all. 
this is going to be launching soon and it's going to be great the 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 other side is going to freak the f out assemblyman auth is involved also assemblyman auth wanted me to uh give you a little um uh, correction from J Factor. J Factor said that they reached out to a politician um, about you know what a lawsuit, and they ultimately didn't use the politician. Auth had said yes, he would be the uh, politician for the lawsuit. He just wanted to run it past legal in Trenton, and before legal could get back to them, uh, he was notified by Mark Cheeseman that they weren't needed for the lawsuit anymore. Uh, so Auth wanted me to make sure that he's still a two-way fighter for all of us. And uh, even though Jay didn't out Auth, Auth, Auth heard Gun for Hire Radio and called me up Sunday night. He goes, hey, that's not exactly true. I was willing to do it. There was just a little time delay. And by then, they didn't need me anymore. So, you know, support those who support you. Assemblyman Auth, any fundraisers or anything he has, you better be on top of it. But by the way, last Saturday, I was at Aberdeen Guns for their one-year anniversary. CNJFO was there. Tony Simon was there. It was a packed house. John uh, ran a great uh, anniversary. They had all kinds of food and entertainment. I was autographing books and donating the proceeds back. My man Dorian will be 10 in September, by the way, Sandy. He was my, my assistant at the sign-in table. Okay, wow. Yeah, so September when his birthday comes up, he's going to be coming up to the range. He will be double digits. He wants everybody to know <laughs> that he's not going to be nine. He's going to be double digits. So, yeah, so we, we really had a good time. Kids like that and the, the upbringing by his dad, obviously his mom too they they give me hope for the hope for the future so i had a good time at aberdeen guns in monmouth county you guys should check them out uh vin malone was there a shout out to vin malone's wife probably one of the hardest workers at the event uh john's wife and his mom and dad were there too it was a, it was a great family thing they're in a great location patrick showed up with his daughter he brought us cake cup coffee cups for me and john uh, for us to share, which is which was was a gift, and Patrick lives all the way down there in Keyport, I believe. So it's he that he goes down there, but he comes up to uh, Gun for Hire to shoot. So shout out to everybody out there. This is why gun people, for the most part, are the best people. Sorry, I had to, I had to wet my whistle. Uh, okay, you ready for this? Anthony talks all the time how there's three tiers in the justice system, right? A Trenton man, get this, was sentenced to five years of probation for possession of a stolen handgun during a car stop. Carl Priester, 34, will see no prison time despite the state's objections. State police stopped his vehicle August 10, 2021, when he was caught speeding in Hamilton Township, Atlantic County Prosecutor's Office said. He was one of three occupants in a Volvo. He had an active arrest warrant, and the time was placed. He was placed in custody. He had a warrant while he was placed in custody. He had a Smith and Wesson 40 caliber handgun with seven hollow point rounds. Okay, he took responsibility for the gun, which was later found to be stolen from North Carolina. He pleaded guilty in April, would have recommended three-year sentence with one year of parole ineligibility. But at sentencing, the defense asked for a probationary sentence since he is the sole caregiver for his young child and caregiver for his grandmother. And the judge gave him probation. Oh. 
How do you like that? It's great. Three tiers, baby. Listen, he's a career criminal. If it was one of us law-abiding, tax-paying <laughs> citizens, seven to ten years, we would have saw the Graves Act being used in New Jersey for the first time. Right. Okay? Seven to ten years. That is one of the reasons why they hate us to the core. Okay? Everybody should be directing their anger to the state. And our politicians, our anti-gun politicians and our anti-gun AG, not directing their anger to those who support each other out there. This is what happens. They Listen, this guy got probation, okay? Open warrants, possession of a gun, seven evil hollow point bullets. He gets probation because he has to take care of his child. Yeah, of course. Why not? Your Honor, I have to take care of my child. I can't. I can't. I got, when I got railroaded, I had a restraining order. I couldn't enter my business. Yes, I couldn't sir. come within 500 feet of my business. And the prosecutor argued that I was the owner and the business runs itself. I don't need to be there. That's <laughs> yeah, true. You remember that? You remember that? And there was finally a concession with a piece of fucking tape across the hallway of where you couldn't walk. 14 months, I couldn't go past the radio studio. 14 months, I couldn't go in classrooms if there were guns. And 14 months, I couldn't go in the 50-yard range if there were guns present. I couldn't go in the 25 because I couldn't pass the line by the radio studio. I couldn't even go in a gunsmithing room. 14 months. 14 months. That was part of my sentencing. Yes, that's perfect. Okay? Yeah. I, I still live here. I still work here. I love what I do. I have 140 employees that work their, work their asses off every day. Okay? With a corrupt justice system and a corrupt police officer uh, was used against a citizen on a local level. Now it's national. Well, because what did they say? I had a target on my back, remember? Yeah, that's right. I was a big fish in the 2A community. That's and right. the prosecutor told... Uh, someone i was good for her resume yes that's right so attacking me online ain't shit i've been through hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. i've been i've been through hell oh my god yep. so you know like kenneth Ar armilio i love you to death he sent emails a lot of people sent emails as soon as the new directive came out by the way it's an interim directive yeah, oh, yeah. So, so they can still so, change it. <laughs> well, Mark Cheeseman believes it's an interim directive because it hasn't been like officially posted on the state police like website or anything. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I worry when I see the word interim because yeah. that mm -hmm. means like next week. Oh, we. You know what? We're going to add this too now. Yeah. Listen, they know they can do whatever they want from us because they we use our own money for the lawsuits and they use our money to fight us back. That's right. right. Yeah. So and and it's, and it's all a game of time. Wear us down. Wear us down. Wear us down. And uh, you know. The scales of justice and the, 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 the time of justice, it moves so slow. Um, you know, justice is, is horrible when we're trying to get our, you know, our piece of the pie. They just, they, they, they're just wearing us down. I'm doing this 32 years. Listen, we've never been in a better position. But, listen, it's all unconstitutional. The Second Circuit is dragging their feet. The Third Circuit starts October 25th. I would, I would love to see something go to Judge Bum. I don't know. Hopefully this week I'll reach out. I've, I give, I'm given. You know, people are still reaching out to me and saying, you know, Dan hasn't gotten back to me. I'm volunteering to be a plaintiff. Or I, I, my buddy Mike, he, he wrote an amicus brief that he wants to use. 
uh, you know, covering the, the, the race angle and the discriminatory angle. And he asked me today if, you know, Dan Schmutter give it any thought. And I spoke to Dan about it. He can't he can't focus on that right now. This new drop just hit us. And meanwhile, underneath all of that, or all of our counsel, our NRA lawyers, ANGRPC, Spot, Bach, Schmutter, Knappen, they're working on preparing for October 25th. So that so that there's a lot going on there. We're watching all the other cases. Listen, FPC is breaking their asses as well on the Kuhn Siegel case. They're you know they're preparing and they have lawsuits all over the place. They have the uh, Mock v Garland case for the pistol brace, and you know we still have our cases that are going to start in September that Dan is working on, which is the magazine case and the evil features for the assault weapons case and the Cheeseman FPC case is going on there too. Ooh, I just gave it away for people that never heard Cheeseman's name before so that might pop up before too cheeseman just happens to be one of those guys that says i can't take it anymore i'm gonna sue the state and i'm gonna take it all the way to the u.s supreme court and people were like yeah it'll never happen we're not going to support you we don't like the wording we don't like the plaintiff we don't like the angle we don't like this he was like f you middle finger and he did it anyway and myself and other 2A groups actually supported his cause because unity and activism does work was his case granted cert by the U.S. Supreme Court? No. But did he make a lot of changes and did he help us out? Do we have case law that we can use? 100%. Okay. It's people like that are changing it. People like Jay Factor and, of course, all of our legal eagles. It's not the people that are posting anger and vitriol on the, on the, online that are doing any changes. Okay, go to Joe Schmo's qualification. He only charges $22. You know, I, uh, I just, I just... <laughs> I I just I heard one a guy only shot ten rounds and he got his qualification. That's good. That's good. Here's what happens in situations like that. I, I think I've discussed this before. Somebody in the class gets in trouble for something. Maybe they get drunk driving or domestic or something, and they see they're facing three to five years in prison. And then they turn around and they say to the prosecutor, "You know, I got a guy that does this, that, and the other thing, and I'd be willing." to you know spill the beans on this if you could cut me a deal and then they give up that person who was cutting the corners and uh everybody who used that person loses their carry permit maybe even their second amendment rights that's what happened in ohio ohio a guy started out legit and then he just started doing diner certifications I, i learned this firsthand from the nra many years ago and uh, they had a guy that had a domestic and they took his guns away and he went to the prosecutor and said, I know a school that's selling permits. And they sent the female undercover officer and sure as shit, it was classroom only, no live fire or anything. Well, the, the attorney general in Ohio pulled everybody's carry permit that got a permit from that guy, even the ones who allegedly went through the proper course of fire in the beginning. Yeah, when he was legit. Yeah, when he might have been legit before he decided to cut corners. So that's why we don't cut corners. Okay, that's why I've had undercover state police take our course yeah, of fire, pre Bruin and yep. post Bruin. Yep, absolutely. And they've told me it. Yeah. Okay, my friends in the firearms unit says, "Oh yeah, you guys do everything right. We had guys come through and take your course." Oh, okay, good, good to know. You know, we knew it anyway, but good to know. Yeah. So please be careful out there. So now, sorry. <sighs> I'm going to get into this. All right. Uh, Don't use my name on the air. I won't. This is a good one about always being prepared, Sandy. Uh, Last night, 9 p.m., watching TV with lights on, 
I hear a loud knock on my rear yard facing sliding door. Since my phone was in my hand, I dialed 911 and screamed out, who is it? Looking out a window, not the door, good. I saw a man and what looked like a young child walking away from my house. Just after I told the 911 operator, unknown person at door, as my concern dropped, uh, I requested to cancel dispatch. I soon realized operator was concerned something was still wrong. Therefore, I told her, understood her concern, and please dispatch. If you call 911, they're still going to dispatch because they think you might be under duress or something. Within a few minutes, cars arrived. I slowly approached empty palms facing officer, advised I had a permit and I was carrying. I got nonchalant, thanks for letting me know from the police officers. I told her my concern and asked her and the other officer do drive around with alley lights on to either to flush out the bad guy or let him know it was the wrong neighborhood. I declined the officers to walk through my home. They wanted to walk through to check. They wanted to make sure there was nobody in there. You were under duress. Half hour later, my neighbor appeared at my front door to tell me that the little kid told him that him and his dad went to the wrong door and that he was afraid the cops were looking for them. Lesson learned. The four-year-old was smarter than the adult. Two, my anti-gun, anti-carry spouse suddenly didn't mind that I was carrying a gun in the house. Funny how that changes. <laughs> you know, uh, listen up. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Colonel Jeff Cooper says that if your self-defense firearm is more than five feet away from you yeah. at any time, uh-huh. all of your training was for shit. Right. If you got it, carry it. Okay. This one's good. Oh, my God. The last drill. Weapon retention. Who is going to shoot themselves in the hand on that one? What's next? A shoot house? Explosive ordnance disarming? Shoot behind you using a mirror? <laughs> now, son, I'm going to flip the silver dollar in the air. Right. Hit it three times in seven seconds before it lands. Next, open water survival while carrying. But at least we know we are legal to arrest someone. Oi, Marty. Well, guys, Marty's V-Burger has sadly closed its doors. Marty and Carol have made that decision. COVID and the economy and New York being decimated with nobody going back to work and no one wanting to visit New York anymore with rampant crime. Now, Marty is a survivor. I would imagine Marty's V-Burger is going to pop up somewhere else. But it is here's to our... I met Marty... burgers around. Oh, my God. I met Marty and Carol many, many years ago. Loyal, liberal, Jewish, vegan pilot manhattan dwelling or you know uh, the new york city dwelling gun guy and just salt of the earth people so we love you to death marty and carol and wherever you end up gun for hire will will be there for you 100 percent um i think it's uh so cool uh this one's from george o uh if you were going back to bring back the patriots pork pork roll canteen that wouldn't be a bad name for it Uh, Speaking on the civics aspect, I'd love to see some how to get started seminars from Brian Bergen and Bob Auth on how to get started locally or even higher up in the political food chain. I like Auth. His office is within walking distance of my house in Wanakew, and I don't want to kick him out of the office. I just want to learn the process so we can start scaring the political class. 
Auth, you listen to the show every week. Brian Bergen, I don't know if you listen to the show, Assemblyman. Um, Buko, anybody else that's out there listening, you want to help us with these classes? You want to get more people involved with voter registration, early voting, mail-in voting, whatever you want? You have my facility, okay? Even though I'm a money-grabbing, greedy bastard... <laughs> Uh, you have my facility to use for free. I will supply refreshments. I will supply food, anything to further the 2A cause and stop the attack on us and our civil rights. You know, I read the, the, uh, e the, the letter from Mary Alice the other day about, uh, you know, the hero bread she gave me. Yep. That bread's very expensive, by the way, Mary. My wife looked it up, and uh, it's really good. We, it's only available online right now, hero bread. Uh, but it's really, really good. And she wrote, thanks for the shout out on your recent show. It's not necessary. It's thanks enough to see your smiling face around the range and receive your kind greetings. I appreciate that you always have our backs and thank you for all you do to support our rights. Dan Schmutter is always a great addition to your show. Love hearing Jay's history lessons as well. Sorry I'll miss you at the next ladies' night uh, and you treating us to dinner. I have a conference in Buffalo that day. I hope you used many of your constitutional rights this Independence Day. All the best, Mary. Uh, I worked Independence Day. Also, so uh, Mary uh, wrote a huge email. I'm going to kind of, I'm not going to go full into it, but I listen to your show and from time to time I hear accolades about your staff. I've, I have another amazing experience last weekend at your range. After shooting in the members range and having constant stovepipe issues with two of the three pistols I used, I ran into Will outside the gunsmith room who recognized me from a class I took last month. He could see I was frustrated and after explaining why, he said, come on, I will help you. He grabbed his gear, some ammo, and took me into the overflow range where he investigated the issues with my 1911 and my uh, SAR. The 1911 has always been reliable. Turned out it was just dirty. I was also using lesser quality ammo. I thought I was buying the good stuff. I had the 1911 professionally cleaned at another range that week before, instead of doing it myself. They never lubricated it after cleaning. Mm. The SAR 9 is still a problem, but after shooting it, will identify potential issues and advise Shane and John in your gunsmithing room, and they began working on the issue. They tried several things that didn't work, and now we are waiting on parts. Shane also shared with me that I am not using the right ammo for this pistol. No other range mentioned this in three years. I am shouting out exemplary service from your staff. Will was off that day, but hanging a gun for hire because he loves being there. He took his personal time to help me. Shane has helped me in the past customizing my SIG and has always been informative in taking me seriously and provided excellent service. I shoot regularly at two other ranges closer to me, but I am a member at Gun For Hire. She must shoot a lot because she's at Gun For Hire a lot. In other ranges, my pistol concerns are dismissed as it being me, as it being me, a woman shooter, and being experienced. Ugh. <laughs> I've been shooting for three years, and I'm working on my paperwork for my New Jersey carry. I have my Florida and my Utah carry. You may not have experienced that women are treated differently in businesses by men and either not taken seriously or are bulldozed over. No, I have. That's why I built yep, my model this exactly way. Right. Because I saw it from the outside for way too many years. Yep. This has been my experience in the shooting world as well. I apologize for that, Mary. I hate that shit. Yeah. I am shouting out to women shooters and potential new shooters that this is the place to go. 
learn here, shoot here. You will be respected and taken seriously. You don't need a man by your side to receive exceptional treatment here. People may not always remember what you say, but they will always remember how you made them feel. I truly do feel like family at gun fire because of yours and Matt's smiling faces and welcoming words to outstanding staff from all your staff every time I shoot at gun for hire. This is tough. Here's the sad part. I tell this story to a family member who has his own tactical training school and a friend who is an FFL, FFL dealer, and both of them put you and your business down. <laughs> I was saddened and surprised. I asked, so what are... So they asked her, so what are you, a gunfire groupie now? My answer is simple and definite, yes. P.S., thanks for the fun time at the ladies' night, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, the, re Mayor, the reason they put me down is they hate me because they ain't me, all right? I get it. We're the big 800-pound gorilla in a lot of areas, and other businesses feel a sense of jealousy. I, I, I don't know. I hear it all the time. Most people in the industry hate me. Okay, uh, but, you know, like professional industry hate me, but it's not that case when it comes to customers and family members and alumni because we do the right thing and we treat everybody like family, you know. So it's okay because, listen, if you own a business, a competing business to mine, and people walk into your business and give my business accolades to you, it's, it pisses you off. I get it, right? It's like you own a sub, Sandy, you own an ice cream joint and somebody comes to your place and says, yeah, your ice cream's good, but you know, the guy down the street, his rocky road is better than yours. You <laughs> yeah. want to punch him in the face, right? Yeah, exactly. I get it. I get it. So listen, rather than hate me, up your game. Focus on upping right. in your game. That, right. that's, that's what I would do. I'm always striving for excellence. I'm always striving for the next. You know, 99% not good enough. My staff, sometimes they hate me for it because I'm always looking to take it to the next level. And that's what we should all be doing. You know, I, I talked about Charlotte and John a few weeks ago where she came to the range the first time herself. She was petrified. Yeah. And then she looked around and she saw other women, women there. She's like, okay, I'm going to be okay. You know, it's like that out there. So, Mary Alice, I, I get it. But that's that's why there's that contempt and that maliciousness out there. I, I hear it all the time. And that's why when customers come in and slam another business, I don't. I apologize for that other business. But I don't – I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that happened. But I don't jump on the bandwagon. It's not my place. Everybody right. focus and take care of your own business, you know. that That's how I look at it. Uh, you know, classes – you know, Mary Alice like that. We Mary, learn how to clean your own gun. We have July 27th and September 7th. Uh, we have a gun cleaning class. Uh, Dave teaches that class, and it's very, very thorough. Obviously, Urban Precision Rifle, our next class is August 18th and 19th. Learn how to shoot out to 600 yards. Use your own rifle and gear. Uh, drawing from concealment is an advanced class over holster draw which is very important. Our hemorrhage control, stop the bleed class, is a great class to take. Again, we have more NRA instructor dates. Chuck and Luann are going to be teaching those uh, classes August 12th and August 19th. Great instructors. Great oh, my instructors. God. The, the best, the best. You know, Tony uh, Urena, who's my um, director of training, instructor. he sent me a text. He says, he goes, I've taken a lot of training in my 35 years. He goes, and Chuck is like up there with the best of them because my guys took chuck's uh, uh nra ccw class uh, a bunch of my instructors took the class that chuck taught which is a two-day class the second part of it's going on today uh while i'm taping this show so yeah you're only as I, i've been saying for years if i had kids and and i wanted somebody to train them i would have chuck train them you know i've known yeah, chuck almost yeah. 40 years now Absolutely, so yeah. 
So yeah, great, great class. I'm so excited for the civics classes that are coming. And again, I'm going to wrap it up that you will be hearing from us uh, early this week. We will be posting and emailing and I will do a video. We will be taking care of all Gun For Hire alumni, all Gun For Hire students. You don't have to worry about that. There's no money grab. Everybody's gonna be, be made whole. If you signed up for a class ahead of time thinking you're gonna need this, it's mandatory, something like that, and then we deemed it's not mandatory anymore, you you will be credited, okay? it's it's You know, we're here for the long run. I'm here 32 years and I'm too big to hide. Okay, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> you know, you know, Sandy, I, I flew through the airport with my father, and he hasn't flown in forever. My mother won't get on a plane, so they subsequently drive everywhere. So I flew with him, and I have TSA pre, and he doesn't have that. He doesn't the fly, and TSA pre gave him TSA pre. Wow, that's pretty and nice. I, and I and I looked it up, and and they do that sometimes when they see a frequent traveler and they sign somebody else up who you know who's elderly they they realize that i'm the one and my my dad did did great going through tsa and it's funny because he made a lot of observations from my book you, you, you know what nice. i mean like yeah. yeah which is which is really good he made a lot of observations from crime proof like i could see why you want to get through tsa security right away and you know, why you want to have everything in one bag. You know, I carry my pack safe Murph, Merce. So when I go through security, I just throw that in the bin, right? Yeah. My watch, everything is in there. And it's funny because I said to my father, I said, you're going to go through the x-ray machine. I'm going to have to go through the magnetometer because of all the metal in me. I said, so when you get to the other side, your little bag and my little bag are going to be in a bin. Grab them and just wait for me. And he's like, how do you know that? I said, please listen to me. So he, I let him go through first and he went right through. I triggered and they told me I had to go around to the magnetometer and then I had to get, you know, my, my I had to get my cavity search and sure as shit, the gray bin came out. My father grabbed the two bags and he stood right there waiting for me, you know, because I know I know the drill already. And he's like, well, you've done this before. I said, yeah, I said, but I just want to make sure nobody steals my bag. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's always a concern. Like usually I've trapped when I travel alone and I get stopped. The first thing I say to the TSA pre, I'm like, can somebody secure my bag? Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay. And they take it and they pull it aside, you know, because like when they have me turn around and stuff, I can't see my bag. Right. And somebody can just pick it up and walk away with it. Absolutely. And all yep. my pockets are emptied, everything, my ID, everything is in there. Yep. You know, so these these are like things you need. You need to read Crime Proof and you, and you, need, you need to get into it. So, but anyway, we, we took a five-day stint to come down to Florida. It was his first time flying. He did, he did really good. He behaved himself. And, uh, <laughs> That's unusual <laughs> for your dad. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. He's getting older. He's a little tempered now. But it was a good trip, and we're flying back tonight, Saturday night, and we'll uh, be back in the range for the next uh, couple of months. Sunday hits, and uh, Monday we'll be in this, issuing all the training stuff, so hopefully hopefully we could stop all of this uh, or curtail some of the infighting. I want to shout out Brad Hendricks and everybody else out there that have been sending you emails and... Uh, you know, saying, you know, we, we got this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's just, there's just so much freaking anger and hate. Oh, my God, the attacks. I read them and I'm like, man, you guys, people got their life. Just stop it, like, yeah. Just yeah, stop I mean, it. I mean, just stop and cool your jets. Yeah. We have plenty of time. Yeah, you we know got, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Look, we still love you. Yep. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfect video listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a Counter Think Media production, and the music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. 
on behalf of my money-grubbing co-host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, who only really cares about you coming back in to requalify and repay him again, yeah. also has a book on sale called Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game, which he shamelessly plugged, uh, probably I only did. for money. And uh, it is available at the gun shop, bookshop, gun range, known as Gun for Hire, where you can go to spend your money, and he would really like that. Yes. We, we love you guys from the shadows of the New York City skyline and the beautiful Gulf Shores of Alabama. God willing, Jesus, Harry's and the batteries. Well, we will see you again next week.